This is Hawkside Guns Podcast. Hey guys, we are back again with Hawkside Guns Podcast. I am Sean and with me is Jake. Good afternoon. And uh, what we're going to do today is talk a little bit about something that happened earlier, uh, I guess for you guys it will be a couple of weeks ago uh, during uh, during the weekend. I was uh, just going a little stir crazy and you know the work was very stressful because everybody's working at home and people are worried, people are stressed, people are doing stuff and, and you're, you're kind of not in your your place of comfort and, and uh, uh, just, I guess, work comfort and all that thing. Very stressed. Owner of our company who owns a wonderful ranch, just like, dude, you're stressed. You need to go out and just take some time because you're, you're, you're starting to feel it. And, uh, and I was. So I went out to the ranch. Uh, he's got a 750-acre ranch that we go out to. and we, You can just kind of disappear out there all day. And he's like, look, take the family, have a good time. And I took him up on that. And one of the things that I promised the girls that we would do is shoot in the spring when it was nice. I, I, I It would have been nice if one of them had a cherry red break open 410, wouldn't it? <laughs> it would have been nice and true. Uh, but they're, they're a little small for, for shotguns. Plus, you know, I, I am of the opinion because this is maybe just because this is what I grew up on. This is how I grew up. That the first real firearm that you should be uh, there or that you should learn to shoot on is a twenty two. Uh, oh, oh, I I figured that. I was just actually the reason I brought that out was I was curious as to whether or not your daughter is as good at pushing mental guilt buttons as mine is. Oh yeah, oh yeah. No, that's the whole reason. But, yeah, because that's because that's exactly what mine would have said. Gee, it would be nice if I had had that shotgun. Right oh, that would have been so good, you know. But ba- ba- babe, you're not. You weren't even going to shoot it. Yeah, but I, I would have been nice. Been nice. <laughs> yeah, so would have been super nice. <laughs> but no, it's all gone now. I, and it was just worked out the way I wanted. It. <gasps> but, 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 kiddo, you said it was okay. I know. I know. It's, it's, <laughs> We all support you, Dad. You know, it's, yeah, well, there was, we know you can't help it. You know, there was. There nice was, to know things don't change. No, no, pretty much girls are the same. You know, little girls are the same. But uh, we were all very excited, and we were going to go out for pretty much the day, take Shannon's truck, which, you know, was a big 4 by 4 Hemi, and just go all over this place. One of my favorite lakes, there's about five lakes on it, and, and it's too big for a pond, but it's, you know, it's a small lake. And uh, we go out there, and, you know, the the youngest and the and the wife start fishing, and I take the eldest, I'm like, all right, Kayla, come on, let's, let's go shoot this, you know, let's learn to shoot. And uh, she had never fired a firearm before. And I'm I'm of the opinion, like I said, that a twenty two is the first thing you should be. A twenty two rifle is the first thing you should be learning to shoot. And it just so happened that I have several. I was down to, to one. And then a, a series of events happened where people were just cleaning out houses. And there were estate sales. And there was, you know, just stuff happening. And I wound up having three at the moment. And Buona had an extra two. 
So I kind of had my pick of, of things to choose. And one of the things that I grew up with, one of my first things uh, that I ever had as far as a shotgun went was an Ithaca Super Single. And it came in all kinds of, of calibers and stuff. But I had an Ithaca Super Single 410. And I loved it. It was it was the first shotgun I ever had. And basically, what I wound up going out with today was an Ithaca model, or uh, not today, but earlier, was an Ithaca model 49-22 rifle. And you can, you can look them up, Ithaca M49. It looks like a lever-action carbine. But okay. what it really is is a single-shot 22 break open. The, it's, it's actually top-loading breech break. Uh, the lever breaks the breech open and pulls it down. So you can just load a single bullet into the chamber, pop the lever back up, pull the hammer back, you're ready to shoot. It's very, very simple. What it also is, if you'll forgive the expression, is bulletproof. <laughs> they, they're they not around anymore. Ithaca made them from 1961 to 1978 or 79, I think. But it was it was hugely popular in the in the days where kids grew up watching westerns. You know, it was a it looks just like a lever action rifle. Now, the bottom tube is nothing but a holder. <laughs> it's nothing. It just kind of <laughs> sticks out there. There's it's not a magazine. It's it's even though it looks like one, it's not a magazine. And uh, they made half a million of them. I mean, they just they just made them left, right, and backwards. They're not valuable at all, but it's a solid block of cast aluminum for the receiver. Everything's very sturdy. The one I happen to have has a walnut stock on it. It's painted. I mean, or the the receiver's painted. It's got a walnut stock. It's it's it isn't the bottom level, but it ain't the presentation level either. I think they sold for about twenty bucks back in the day. I did. We got this, and I'm not kidding. We got it for, for its original purchase price, uh, uh, like a year ago, and it's just been kind of sitting around. I kind of restored it and, and made it all. Lo- it looks beautiful, but we didn't really care. Like if this thing got dropped in the dirt, and it did. If it got dropped in the water, and it did. If it, you know, if it got banged around on the truck, and it did. I didn't care. You know, I just, I really didn't. I was, it was there for them to learn to shoot, and. It is my again my personal belief that a single shot twenty two is a fantastic way to learn to shoot right because it is a real firearm it's it's not an air gun or a pellet gun or even some of these pellet guns that that start to have serious high velocities it's a real twenty two rifle it's got an eighteen inch barrel and it's the the thing about the Ithaca that's a little bit different than something like a Remington or a Springfield or a bolt action or something like that is it's very short and it's very light. It's it's patterned after a carbine, which is small anyway. So it's a twenty two long rifle carbine, which makes it small and light. Enough that a ten year old girl and as it turns out, a six year old almost seven year old girl can shoot it. We took that thing out there and of course, they had not really been around firearms when they're firing. Like, Kayla knows how to field strip an 870, but she's never heard one go off. Uh-huh. Neither is Carrie. So this was their first gun up close going off. And, uh, you know, this is a 22. I'm not wearing ear protection. Neither are they. I'm like, let's just let's just keep this real. Uh, <laughs> so I shoot it. And, of course, the little one's like, nope, got to go. Uh, <laughs> nope, I'm not doing that. <laughs> And, uh, you know, the big one's like, that's awesome. 
How do I load it? You know? <laughs> okay, here we go. So, you know, you, you show her how to do it. And, of course, the hammer's pretty tough for a 10-year-old. But, uh, you know, she could do it with both thumbs. She could she could do that. And, and uh, you know, for the first, I took a box of 100 uh, CCI uh, polymer-coated twenty two long rifle, right? Yeah. Um, no big deal. I think I got them at a show for like eight bucks, you know, or nine it's bucks about, or something. Yeah, it's about right. Yeah. I mean, it's not – they're not expensive, but it's a clean round, and they're high velocity, so they, they crack. You know, I wanted that supersonic crack, you know, because it's, it's a real it's a real freaking gun. Here, we're going to learn to shoot. So we did, and we fired at tree branches, and we fired at leaves and into the dirt and all that kind of thing. And about, I don't know, 10, 15 rounds in, she's like, let's shoot something. I'm like, all right, now we're getting to it. (laughs) (laughs) This is the correct response. You know, I remember this. Okay. So I finished my Sprite can and uh, put it on a dirt mound, and I'm like, all right, we're going to shoot that can. All right, let's do this. Now, it, it was from a distance of mm, 10 yards, all right? And this is a 10-year-old girl, so she's not real big, and she's she can handle it. She she can grab it, but this is this is new. You know, she's got to learn iron sight, which we're, we're getting down. And she is getting to the point where she can start getting close. I mean, it's, it's stopped getting from, like, a foot away, like, way to the right, way to the left, way high. That would hit three feet in front of it, you know, um, <laughs> to, okay, you, you, you probably just twitched when you pulled the trigger, you were about an inch low. Okay. You see all the dirt that sprang up, you know, that's, that's where it hit a little bit higher, a little bit, you know, it took her about 20 rounds and she finally from 10 yards away, got a can. And now was she standing up with it or was yes, she laying down? Yeah, no, we were standing up. We were standing up. She didn't want to lay on the ground. I suggested we do prone, but she didn't. It's like a 10-year-old girl with all pink sweaters and stuff like this. She didn't want to get on it. You know, I'm not laying on that ground. I'm like, got it. Yep. Fair enough. <laughs> Fair enough. I want to shoot things, not get dirty. Yeah, exactly. What the hell kind of thing are you running here, you know? Uh, so, but she did. She got a can. And uh, at that point, she hands it back to me and is like, thanks, Dad. Off she went. Right. And I know better than to like push right? to, to like make it not fun. And I'm like, well, that was pretty cool. You know, we, we went through a little bit and up the hill comes the little one. And I'm like, okay. I'm like, Hey, what's up? What do you, what do you need? And she's like, did Kayla get a can? Yeah. Show me. I showed her. <laughs> Sibling rivalry at its best. Oh, yeah. You know she went down that hill, and she was just like, oh, I got a can. I'm an expert. I can shoot great. You know, I mean, you know that's what it was. <laughs> Daddy said I did great. You know, she, here comes the little one, you know, like, show me what she did. She shot that. Yes, she did. How's this gun work? <laughs> <You know? laughs> okay. Uh, now, of course, this almost seven-year-old, even though she's a little tall for her age, really isn't able to, to shoulder this thing properly. So she's having to do it under her shoulder. But then again, a 22 doesn't really kick. So I wasn't worried about, you know, you know, jumping or anything like that. It's the gun doesn't, it, there's no kick to it. It's a 22. It's a 22 rifle for crying out loud. It ain't going to kick. Mm-hmm. So this one's holding it under her shoulder, 
you're craning her neck down on the side to try and and look down these sights and all that stuff and it's it's precious as hell and we go through uh, you know and she can't cock it herself so she needs a little help but she wants to do it herself no dad you didn't help kayla you're not gonna i want to do it like okay well how about i just help you with the hammer then you put your thumb on it pull 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 and you just put your thumb down there click there you go um and as you said sibling rivalry uh man you know, she's old enough to know, and she's old enough to want to do it, and she's old enough to do most of it, but she, some of it doesn't connect, right? Like, like yeah. sighting is tough, you know, because it's an abstract concept until you do it. Yeah. And, uh, you know, she's looking. I'm like, okay, you've you got to get a little bit lower. Get the gun a little bit lower. And, of course, she starts bending at the knees to squat. I'm like, not you. The gun, like the barrel, like point, point lower, like the barrel, you know, and she, she starts she took her hand off the gun and pointed at the barrel. She's like, what the hell is this going to do? I'm like, no, not, not little. Oh, crying out loud. All right, here, look, do this, you know. <laughs> and uh, thankfully, we, we got it worked out and everything. And and she it took, I don't know, God, we, we have, I, I've got the box sitting right here. We have 11 rounds left out of that 100-round box. Um, she stayed there at 10 yards because she wouldn't go closer. Right, because that's what her sister did it at. That's what she's going to do it at. We stayed there for another like sixty rounds, <laughs> one at a time, getting out there. And honestly, the one she got was probably luck. But you know what? She got the can just on the edge of it. She got a can. What? <sighs> how much? Of, how much of an age difference is there between these two? Three and a half years. Oh, so yeah, you're gonna have that one year when they're both in high school together, yep. and I I suggest you move, not not the whole family, just you're, me. Yeah, yes, yeah. No, I I I am not looking forward to it. Um, there's there is a lot of because if one does it, the other one's gonna, you know. But yeah, but 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 when they're in school together in that oh, fashion, God, eh, yeah. Oh, it's going to be so painful. You know, <laughs> it's just not going to be fun. Uh, but I, I got to say this. What, a couple of things that I've, I have first noticed. Uh, one, the, a single action 22 or a single shot 22 is, is, is indeed the perfect rifle to take the first time. It slows everybody down, right? It's, yeah. it's not like, like my first 22 was actually my dad's Ruger, uh, 10 Yep. And, you know, like as a young man, and especially as a young man, your your inclination is to see how fast you can actually make the gun work. Yeah, you're going to mag dump it. Yeah. No, every time. Every time. Completely and every time. Uh, so it was, but that's what I learned on because that's what he had at the time. And thank God, twenty two is cheap. Oh my God! Yeah, I can't imagine how much I cost that man just in just in twenty two <laughs> for the first couple of years. But son, you don't have to fire everything in the mat. You know, take your time, breathe. You know, do all, you know all the stuff you say to them. Click. You know, that was good. <laughs> I mean, that's what you do. But uh, I was so surprised. Um, one, they took to it immediately. Uh, two, they liked the gun. You know, they they were like, "Oh, this is." I understand. It was immediately understand uh, understandable to them. Pull the lever, put the bullet in, 
close the lever up, pull the hammer, pull the trigger. I to me that seems like a lot um, to to get down, but for them apparently either. And of course, it's a totally ambidextrous gun, so there's no right, left, or anything like that. Um, well, that's cool. Yeah, I mean, because the bullet loads on the top, so it's not a side ejecting, and and if, when you undo the thing, it pops it out. It's got an ejector, so it just pops it out of the top as well when you pull the the uh, lever out. Um, so right or lefty, it's small, it's light, it's reasonably indestructible because the first time. Uh, my eldest shot, or the my youngest shot it. She dropped it. Went holy crap, you know. Um, and I'm like, yeah, it's okay, <laughs> it's all right, <laughs> you know. Um, and and of course it had a spent shell in it, so I mean it wasn't loaded anymore. Who cares, you know? I mean, and she's like, are you mad? I dropped the gun. I'm like, no, just, just dust it off. You know, like wipe the mud off on your sleeve and stuff or whatever, and and we'll we'll shoot again. Don't worry about it. Um. Which you do with any gun, really. But it was great that it was it was not like a family heirloom or something. There was a lot of learning and a lot of solid mechanics going on with it. To me, it seemed like a lot of steps. I thought it would be very confusing. But it wasn't confusing at all. They're like, oh, okay, you open the thing. There was a lot of open the thing, pull the thing, load the thing. You know, they, they didn't know the names for anything. But they could they could get the steps. They knew that. Suddenly, they were shooting. You know, and, and Kayla could do the whole thing by herself. The older one could do the whole thing by herself. Later on, probably about 15, 20 minutes later, you know, Kayla's like, hey, Dad, we got any bullets? I'm like, yeah. I want to shoot the water. I'm like, sweet. You know? <laughs> of course you do. You know? <laughs> of course you do. Now, though, they'll probably not actually obviously get a chance to shoot any of them. Will you take them with you, with you in Buana when you go skeet shooting next time? Um... Or maybe, even not, maybe not even next maybe time. Maybe not next but time. But, uh, you know, soon, yeah, yeah. In fact, um, they took to it so well and liked the gun. They, they, and this is what I was waiting for, right? As a, as a gun dad, and you'll know what I'm talking about. As a oh. gun dad, if your kids show any kind of interest or ownership in in any of the stuff that you have, I thoroughly want to encourage that, Right. Oh, absolutely. But unfortunately, mine usually doesn't. <laughs> I got my first inkling of it this week, right? Because, I mean, she played around with the, the the 410 as far as, like, that's her gun, you know, whatever. She just liked the way – she liked being able to call the shots on what it was going to look like. And I totally get that. That's, like, the artist thing in her, and I'm an artist myself. I understand what that is. Like, I'm calling the shots, and I'm dictating what this is going to look like. I think that's cool. That's really what her ownership was of the of the 410 we wind up selling. This one, she shot this gun. She's hit a can with this gun. To them, this is their gun. So they started... I noticed the switch when they stopped calling it the gun and started calling it our gun. And I'm like, oh, I got a shot. Okay, no pun intended. I got a shot. All right, they're this is they're reasonably interested, um, and you know, and I'm like, hey, you know, they make this style of shotgun too, and you know, Kayla looks at me in most of her life uh, since she was almost five years old. She's been cleaning and stripping 
shotguns with me after I come back. And she goes, yeah, you smell. I know, Dad. I'm like, mm, if you could handle that 22, I could cut down a 410 for you, and you could handle a 410 shotgun. And there was this kind of stone stock kind of frozen look on her, like, I can't tell if you're bullshitting me or not. <laughs> you know, like I, I'm not sure if you're screwing with me, but I'm not going to screw this up either. <laughs> you know, like, like when you're a kid, adults mess with you all the time. And it's, I'm like, no, nah, I don't think so. I think if you could handle that, you could probably handle a cut down 410. So it ran through her mind for a minute and she went, when could I handle a cut down 410? I said, I don't know. As soon as we could find you one, we come off this lockdown. I'll, I'll go to a gun show. I said, Bonnie and I, I'll take you to a gun show. We'll go find you one. I said, they're not expensive. If you want a break open, uh, if you wanted a pump, I ain't got $2,000 I can spend on this. I'm sorry. There's not a 410 pump I can afford anywhere. I mean, even if it was broken, it's still like $1,200. You know, you can't. Pump action 410s are, are uh, for some reason, absurdly expensive. But if you want a break open or a lever action one, those are completely affordable. You know, if, if you want those, I'd probably pick one of those up for 100, 120 bucks. I'd be willing to buy that for you. No problem. Now, will you take go so far as to, and I'll even let you go and pick it out. Oh, sure. Yeah. I mean, like a, a, as long as it was, you know, capable of being mechanically sound. Sure. You know, any, most of the, the, the 410 break opens that you can find at a show are somewhere. I mean, really expensive ones are like 180 bucks. I've seen them go as high as 200, but that's about it. Most of them are about 150 for, for, for what we're looking for. Um, it, now, if you really wanted to be nice and spend some money on her, you could always get her like one of those new Henry 410 axes. Yeah, that's not going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> That's n- n- no, <laughs> no. <laughs> okay, you could make her one just like it. I could do that. I could make her one, and that's the whole thing. Like she's seriously into, um, like customizing because uh, any of the she sees me and and Buana do it all the time. Like we'll get a gun, and she loves the the concept of buying something, and I. I you know, this is something I do all the time. I'll buy it, I'll bring it home, and everybody will look at it and go, oh, this doesn't look like much now, but wait till he gets done with it, right? And that is something that she likes because she's now seen... Penguins. Yeah, exactly. Exactly, right? Where, what could I have? Could I have this on it? Yeah. Anything you want, I don't care. You know, you can make it any color. I can I can carve whatever you want on it. I can carve your name in it. I, I, don't, I don't care. What do you want? doesn't matter to me. So she's really into that process and that she would be able to to have that kind of, of customization in her first uh, firearm. She really likes that idea. Now, they, she knows that the, the Ithaca is, is kind of, or the M49 is, is really more of their gun. They know that they're in line for a shotgun when they're old enough. And I have made it known that, Dad will facilitate that. Right? This is this is something I will totally do. 
And uh, as long as we're not going crazy here or anything like that, I don't see a need for for uh, going out and, and doing that. That doesn't bother me a bit. Now, it's not going to be a $1,000 Henry, uh, but... <laughs> but uh, most of the, but most of the stuff that you could do at a gun show or something like that is, is, and that would be, that would be more than acceptable for her, you know, cause by the time I'm done with it, it'll look basically new and they're, they've got some great, great guns out there, but it was the first time where she was actually like interested, you know, like seriously interested in, in owning and maintaining the firearm. Uh, when we got back, she's like, are we going to clean it now? I'm like, yeah, that's what you do. And you shoot a gun, bring it home. She's like, I'll go get the kit. Off she went. You know. Uh, so for me, it was a super positive uh, experience. But that makes the third. And this is weird because you know how uh, the other day you said uh, you weren't really a Taurus guy until you were. You know. Yeah. Um, I really wasn't a specific Ithaca guy. You know, I, I hadn't, like, invested in Ithacas, but I now have or have had three of them, which I use on a regular basis. My first shotgun was a 410 Ithaca Super Single. Um, my favorite automatic right now is an Ithaca Model 51 Featherlight or Featherweight. And my girl's first gun, which they seem to do very, very well with and is teaching them to shoot, is an Ithaca M4922. <laughs> so I, I seem to be collecting a lot of Ithaca. Um, not specifically, and not a damn one of them is the one they're famous for, <laughs> you know, which is the, the, the top, uh, or the, uh, bottom ejecting pump action that they're, they're absolutely famous for. I have never owned that one, but I've had all the rest of that stuff and I, it is, they've been fantastic. It's been fantastic. It's amazing how you can take a $20 gun. Fix it up a little bit. Spend a little time on on a walnut stock and a little bit of time with some some uh, chemicals, taking the rust off of it and and polishing it up new, and going out and having a blast of a time. Again, no pun intended. Uh, just <laughs> just shooting stuff. It wasn't even important that we were hitting or not hitting anything for a very long time. It was just like they're shooting a gun, a real gun, and that's cool. And now, now you need to go to the dollar store, get them some cheap two-liter bottles of soda, and watch them explode. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm like, look, when we come back out here next time, because I wasn't prepared for it. Like, this whole thing happened on the spur of the moment, right? It wasn't a a plan, a super planned event. It was like the day before we we left. I, you know, I was like, oh, man, the girls would love to shoot. It's super nice. I'll throw a 22 in the car and just take some rounds with me. And what I wound up with is you grab what you have, you know, because right now you're not shopping for anything. Like, just yeah. go try and find something. I mean, like, there's nothing available. Even if I wanted to go buy them something, I I, I wasn't able to, you know. Um, so you grab the cheapest, lightest thing I didn't, uh, you know, I didn't really care about, which, you know, was happened to be the absolute perfect firearm for the occasion and a a you know a box of of rounds that you bought with a coupon at a gun show <laughs> and here's my ten dollar coupon give me a box and uh, you had a fantastic afternoon so uh, to me it was it was like a perfect you know kind of set of events happening but 
what surprised me more than anything else is that gun, uh, giving it the benefit of the doubt. Let's say it was a 78 or a 79 or something like that. That gun's over 40 years old. Yeah. Absolutely performed to spec uh, uh, on every, every, you never missed a beat, never had an issue, never, you know, uh, anything. Well, that's one thing about uh, firearms, especially any of the ones that are made out of metal. Some of the polymer ones that these days are not going to live up to what I'm about to say, but uh, any of the older primarily metal firearms is that the only thing that can, honest to God, really destroy them at the end of the day is rust. Right. Because, right. because they're, I mean, we are so used to, you know, in this day and age, being Gen Xers, um, God forbid millennials, is the <laughs> idea that things are, are not mechanical but electronic and therefore have a life to them and are disposable. Yeah. These are not electronic. They're mechanical. Which means as long as you care for them and don't let them rust away, they will work forever. Right. Uh, wood lasts for a very long time. Steel, aluminum, all last for a very long time. Which is a lot. This thing has a solid cast aluminum freaking receiver. All the parts in it are steel. The barrel's steel. Uh, uh, steel. Blued steel. Um, the stock is walnut. Okay. This isn't going anywhere. If we take care of this thing, which I do, I take care of all my firearms, they can give their kids this gun. You know, I mean, that's how long these things last, which is one of my points that I always try and tell people. It's like, look, you know, oh, here comes Sean. What fucking vintage thing does he have now? What was it made in the 30s? I'm like, no, 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 no. This one's 40s and 50s. Hey, hey, hey be, be, before you get too far up on your high horse, I'd have one of those Heritage 22s in the case at the at the at the store. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's there's they're so great, you know. It's... I just I just I just wanted to shave your soapbox down just a tad. Keep, <laughs> I have no, one keep, of those. Keep, keep going, keep going. <laughs> Do you really? Is it a Heritage 22? Yeah. I love those things. I love my gun. It's, that is so great. It's, but they are. You can, they'll last forever, and there's nothing that says that you can't go and pick up an inexpensive firearm. It does, like you said the other day, it goes boom. You know? Yeah. As long as it goes boom, it doesn't really matter. You know, Is it as good as some of, and I will say this, some of the modern firearms that you have now? No. No, it is not. Probably not. Like if it was made in the 50s, 60s, 70s, they've got stuff that was made in the, you know, 90s, aughts, and, and now that is better. They are. They are. They have been machined better to tighter tolerances. They take advantage of some um, new synthetics and new new materials that allow the gun to, to outperform guns of yesteryear. Absolutely. Even... On, on courses and ranges, I mean, they go faster, they'll last a little longer. They they, they have the possibility to do that. Well, and, 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 and you can't pump fire a modern shotgun, so. <laughs> Slam fire, you mean? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, it's, you're going to need something a little older for that. Uh, but there's... They they will, you know, and you get a synthetic gripped or a synthetic stocked shotgun that is of good quality and stuff like that. And, yeah, that thing will last longer than wood. Absolutely. You can get it wet and it won't freaking matter, especially if it's been parkinized. Like a parkinized synthetic stocked firearm is basically indestructible. 
Um, my RIA is like that. You know, it's it's not going anywhere. It'll probably survive any nuclear apocalypse. <laughs> you know, um, it's just rugged. I mean, they have the ability to do that. However, I will say this. There is a certain feel that goes along with a an older gun. You know, there's a certain character that goes along with it. I'm not going to use the the p word, which which is patina, but there's a certain <laughs> there's a certain feel to an older gun that you don't get. You know, there's a certain character to it. Um, also, they're most of the time a lot cheaper. You know, and yeah, they got some scratches on them and everything, but nothing that can't be fixed, especially if you're well, willing to put a little time. Well, in that, it. actually, that is your p word. That is the patina. Yeah, <laughs> right. And I normally take I, that off. You know. I mean, even then, it all it all comes down to some of the stories you can tell. My God, what's that dent and big red spot on the back end of the stock? Well, that's when the guy in Ot Six who had this thing slammed a German in the head with the stock. You know, <laughs> yeah, exactly. uh, not maybe not that exact story, but you know that you you get that out of something with that patina, right? And and it's it's got character to it. And but the the thing is, if you're doing like I do now, I. I only use guns for a couple of reasons. I don't really hunt. It's not not my thing. Not because, again, and I say this every time, because I know uh, eventually I'm going to get somebody who listens to this who's an avid hunter who takes umbrage. But it's not because I have anything against hunting. I'm just lazy. Right? I, hunting's a lot of work, and I don't enjoy working. Um, I love sport shooting. I have defense guns. But my version of sports shooting is dragging whatever the hell it is I want out into the middle of a field um, with, you know, bramble and trees and stuff and mud and rocks and everything else like that and having a good time with the gun. And if it gets scratched, eh, it gets scratched. Okay. You know, I can not only can I fix it, if it gets too bad or won't fire something like that, I probably didn't pay more than 200 bucks from the for that in the first place. I'll go get another one. I don't care. So to me, and I still, I do that five or six times and still not pay what somebody would pay for a new one in some cases. So to me, it's, it's about a usability. I don't have anything that's not a shooter. I don't have hanger queens. It's not something I do. Um, if I can't shoot it, I don't want it. But to me, it's, it's always amazing how you can get an older firearm. Uh, that has seen a lot of miles and a lot of action and probably is a little rickety here and there and everything, tighten it up, clean it up, you know, run some gun oil in it and uh, maybe a little wood stain on it. And suddenly it looks about 85% what a brand new one would look like. Maybe even 90, 95% what a, what a new one would look like. And you're like, huh, I paid 20 bucks and spent about two hours on this and was, uh, as enjoyable an afternoon as if I'd have went out and bought. And here's the thing uh, that that Vaughn and I were laughing at the other day. Um, I, I know your girls don't really, or your girl doesn't really dig um, firearms, right? So you never really went through this with them. Everyone else in my house thinks I'm insane. Right, exactly. As far as I'm concerned, a travesty, because you're willing to share this with almost any, absolutely anyone, right? And anything you have. I mean, if your girls came to you and said, dad, I'm really interested in X, like whatever kind of firearm it is, you would stuff them in the car. 
immediately and start <laughs> looking at them. Let's go look. We'll go shopping. You know, uh-huh. I mean, it would take literally a, a, a whiff of them expressing any kind of interest at all. Yeah. Whereas it, if I go to Cabela's to pick up ammo, mine looks at me and goes, can I stay in the car? Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. Uh, which which is hysterical to me. But if if you ever had to do that, uh, what we found hysterical is there's a, a gun out, and you can look it up. Um, type in like um, 22 caliber cricket, and you'll know you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. It is. Is it, is it like the noisy cricket? Man, it's it's even worse than that. Um, oh, then I have to see this. I am definitely typing this. In. Uh, yeah, it's and then do cricket pink, and they're all over this stupid ass thing. Is at, oh my God! It's even one of the search selections. Yeah, <gasps> yeah. Oh, oh well. I, you know what? I bet your kids are gonna love that sucker. <sighs> yes, they do. Um, now, <laughs> now, as a, as I say, well, I mean, let, let's put it this way. I'm looking at I'm looking at two pictures. One of them that actually probably could be one of your kids is basically a five year old holding it, and it looks. Perfect. Yes. No, right it next is. To, right next to that picture is a thing that says U.S. Marine Corps. It has a big, <laughs> ugly guy with one on his shoulder. Holding looks like the he, cricket. Uh, it, well, no, he's actually trying to fire it, but, you know, it, his hand actually looks like it comes from the forend grip all the way around the barrel. That's the one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. That's the cricket. Okay. <laughs> um, that little guy. Okay. Which is... Uh, Perfect for a small young lady. Okay, it is it is scaled so that a five year old girl can just barely pick it up and shoot. It is exceptionally light. It is exceptionally uh, strong and, and sturdy. Um, oh, it comes in pink camo too. Yes, it does. It's also two hundred dollars. Um, even that's not that's not too bad. Jake, for I, brand, I, I, for I, brand new. I will die a horrible death. Before I spend two hundred dollars on a pink freaking twenty-two, there is, there is no fiber in my body that will let that happen. All right, uh, <laughs> it is not happening. Uh, I will dye it whatever color you want, pink. I don't care. I will, but but please, well, okay, not but the pink actually, cricket. But I'm but I'm looking at a couple of these. They, you know, you can. It's kind of almost like a ten twenty-two. You can buy different frames and stocks for it. No, you can't. It's actually pretty versatile. But the one you see down here, because, and again, I don't know whether it's just a southern thing or maybe it's a Texas thing. or I'm not sure where this comes from. But apparently, every dad in Texas, when his girl wants to learn to shoot, they pick up a freaking pink cricket. And they go for like almost double a, a list. I mean, the, the MSRP for these things are... are like $115 and you can't touch one down here for less than 200 bucks period. It's, I, I don't know whether it's a regional thing or what it is. I mean, if it was a hundred bucks, yeah, all right, fine. You know, I've paid, I've paid more for less, you know, it's, it's not that big a deal, but I, I refuse to pay Marlin model 60 money <laughs> for, for this stupid ass pink cricket thing. So, and if the girls wanted a pink gun, I'd be all about it. I'm like, okay, you know what? You want a pink gun? That's great. Now, they don't. They they want, you know, the little one wants a purple gun, 
and the oldest one wants a blue one. It's like, yep, yeah, you know what? Dad handle that, you know, sort of like Cat Williams. All day, every day, no problem, okay? <laughs> Dad can teach you well, whatever uh, you want. Uh, uh, it, well, here, here you go. They've got a, um, I, I don't know, the, the picture led to a uh, thing uh, about uh, the best new guns for kids who want to learn how to shoot. And they've actually got a really nice Henry Mini bolt action here. Yeah, I'm sure they do. And that, that Henry Mini bolt action probably has a wonderful Henry price tag, too. $238? Yeah. Actually, that's cheaper than I thought it'd be. To yeah. Be, to be perfectly honest, that's cheaper than I thought it'd be. No, they, 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 the expensive one is the CC455 Scout. And what's that run? Oh, just over three. <laughs> yeah, that's that's too much for a 22, especially a first 22 when you don't know what you want. You know, like... See, I would have no problem. Like if they came to me after they learned to shoot, and I told them this, and I, I do, I am absolutely dead set on on keeping this promise. If you learn to shoot, or, or or anything, if you can learn to shoot and send a bullet downrange and more or less hit a target at you know a, a decent distance, you know maybe I don't know twenty yards, and you come to me and say, Dad, I want one of these, I will make it happen. Okay, I'm not like you know, I can't do that with cars, <laughs> but I can sure as hell do it with a gun. If you, yeah. I mean, I, okay, I mean, even if it's something ridiculous, like they 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 want a Browning. Okay, I'll figure it out. You know, somebody's got to have a used Browning somewhere. I'll fix it up for you. Don't worry about nothing. I'll I'll make it go. You know, it may be a 1925 Browning, but it'll be a Browning. But it'll be a Browning, and it'll be the model you want. <laughs> may take a little fixing up, a little, but you know, I'll, I'll make it happen. And it bless them. They are my girls and that they're, they're like, wow, that sounds ex-. so, and I, I do again, I, I follow the cat Williams, uh, uh, methodology. It's like, okay, now we can have a new gun. Well, I'll get you a new gun all day, every day. No problem. All right. But that's all you're going to get. Okay. That's like you're, you'll get the gun cause that's all I can do. But if you wanted to go a different way, we can get the same gun. Have it be used, and you can get a gun, a case, a scope, a strap, a, you know, uh, uh, you know, a gun sleeve, uh, you know, a gun case, an ammo case, and about eight boxes of ammo for less money than that new gun. Now, all of this, or just the new gun, you know, which one you want. You know, and as as Cat Williams' kid did, mine made a player pimp decision, and they are always down for the used shopping experience. <laughs> oh yeah, of course they you get, are. They, they can get more that way. They can get more, and I'm willing to get them more. You know, like I I told both of them, like, look, I'll get you a 22 and a shotgun, and spend less on them than we would on a brand new 22 or a brand new shotgun. I said I can get you both for the price of one. I so one of them looks at you and goes, but dad, I wanted a 308. Oh, yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, they wouldn't. They don't even know what that is. They, they know they, they're good enough to know that there's a difference between a rifle and a shotgun, right? And they, they because, and, and, and part of this is my fault, because I'm such a shotgun fiend, they like the idea of the shotgun better because I have more enthusiasm for them. Right. Of course. I mean, that's that's just, I mean, as a kid, you know, like you, you like kind of, you kind of like not help liking what your dad likes. If your dad was a Camaro guy, you, you kind of like Camaros, you know, or, 
or if your dad was, you know, a bow hunting guy, you may like bare bows versus, you know, a, a PSI or, you know, PSE or something like that. I mean, it doesn't like you kind of adapt what your dad like, at least at first, you know, until you go, I don't know. The old man's freaking crazy. He loves these things. I freaking hate them. They, they're rickety. You know, you, you, you develop your own stuff, but to start off with, you kind of, because you have nothing else to compare it against, you kind of take on your old man's uh, likes and dislikes, at least with some of the, the sporting stuff. Mm -hmm. You know, when I present it to him, as I did, like, look, if you want a new one, I'll get you a new one. Okay. I'm not going to tell you no. And if you want to burn a birthday present on this, no problem. Okay. That will make it happen. But if you don't and you want to shop around, <laughs> you, you, we don't have to burn a birthday present on this, okay? Because Dad can find a 410 <laughs> break open for about, I mean, we and we'll use a coupon, you know. And, and, and the best part about it is is that Dad's going to have just as much fun so, uh, uh, restoring it. Oh, it's yeah. going to be just as much fun for you as it is going to be for her. Oh, it'll be a blast, you know, and I can't wait. You know, I just – I. So I'm trying. I'm trying not to tip my hand that I'm super excited because that'll ruin it. I know that 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 is the case, right? That'll ruin it. But at the same time, I'm so excited! Yeah, <laughs> it's like they showed interest. They're, you know, even if they let it sit there in the closet, and and you know, they're they're at least excited to have it. And I cannot, you know, not get excited about that part because, like you said, it could be like. You know, you're youngin' who's just like, oh, God. You know, he's here he is. He's buying ammunition for useless guns, you know, and all that kind of thing. I could have gotten those. Now, genetics is working in my favor, all right? they're Well, well yeah, they're Texan. They're Texan. They're their mother and my children, you know. Um, they're, they're not being. In fact, you actually have a worse problem potentially than you think. Especially considering your competitive nature. Yeah, there's there's the, that. <laughs> the, the the day is going to come in which they're looking at you, going, "God, Dad, you couldn't hit that." I I both want and fear that day to happen. You know, like, oh, Dad, no, I don't want to turn the the thrower down for your speed. You know, I, it's so slow. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Oh, oh, okay. It, it's worse than that. I mean, it, though it's not firearms. I, uh, it, in the process of having a lot of extra time recently, um, <laughs> my kid and I started having a nightly card game. I taught her how to play rummy. Nice. Yeah. Well, <laughs> sort of. It, <laughs> <laughs> well, of course, you know how it started out with you know I was winning every night. Oh, sure. We, yeah. Well, last night she kicked my ass. <laughs> Like a little bit or like, like embarrassingly bad? Like as in there was no point in playing the last hand because I mathematically couldn't get up enough points to oh, beat her. Oh, man. <laughs> it, at one hand, you're kind of proud, and the other hand, you're like, crap! <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. And, and it was it was slowly but surely a bit of a, a, a turnover, you know, and, and she uh, I mean, went so far as in, oh, yeah, I've got to beat my dad at this. So she went ahead and started download and downloaded a game onto her iPhone and started playing to get better in between. And actually, the worst part about it is the same game. Uh, you know, I, I looked at her and went, okay. She's like, I think I'm going to download one of these games. I'm like, okay, well, there's one already on there. And, you know, I, you know just for your own information, I, I generally win 90% of the time on the expert level. And she's like, ooh, okay. Next thing you know, it's kind of like, hey, guess what, dad, you lost. <laughs> 
So what does that make me? I, I'm not sure, Jed. What does it? Uh, what does that mean? So, so you, my uh, thought process is you're going to be doing the same thing with uh, skeet shooting, and you know what the even the best part about it is? Blonde is going to be standing behind you, going laughing his ass off. Yeah, yeah, he will. Because you know, we went from like my whole life, you know, and I was. 39, 40 years old before we really started shooting shotguns, maybe, maybe 38, something like that. In my whole life, my father was better on everything than me as far as firearms and bows and arrows and anything, you know, bow with a bow or a pistol or a rifle or anything. My father still can outshoot me. Mm-hmm. Now, put a shotgun in those same, same hands, and it only took about six months, and I can out, out, outshoot him. Now, sometimes not by a lot, sometimes by a wide margin, depending on, you know, the the day and all that kind of thing. Now, that pisses him off a little bit, and it's a little proud. Uh, Like I said, you know, you're you're angry, but you're like, oh, that's my genes right there. See that? I I made that, you know. Um, I I cannot imagine the cackling, the, like, witch-like cackling that is going to be going on when my daughter's with their blue penguin guns, start out shooting me in a couple of years, you know, because they've got younger eyes, they've got quicker reflexes, they've got, you know, uh-huh. and they've got my competitive streak, right? This is not going to be pretty. <laughs> you know? It's it's not, but I, I, it's, I I'm, it's, I'm, I'm waiting for the day in which uh, Shannon's tweeting about you throwing your shotgun in the mud and going, I'm going home. Fuck this. <laughs> yeah. Stupid gun. <laughs> yeah, and I start buying 10 gauges. <laughs> you know, sawed off 10 gauges. I'll throw a net out there. It won't be possible for me to miss the damn thing. What are you shooting? Nines in a 10 gauge, you know? Uh, yeah. I mean, I am, I am very sure that day is coming. Um, what do you got? I got a goose gun, you know, big old thunder rocket thing, you know, <laughs> what are those illegal punting or punter guns or punt guns? You know, they got the 15 foot barrels, <laughs> it kills a hundred ducks in one shot. Yeah, I need, I'll, I'll use one of those. That is, that is so what's going to happen. Yes. I, th- there will be that day where this gun's stupid. I hate this gun. You've loved that gun for ten years, Sean. I, I don't understand. It's it's been your favorite for uh, freaking stupid gun. The girls not shot you, did they? <laughs> With stupid fifty dollar four tens, yeah, it's bad, you know, or twenty gauge, you know, or something. Yeah, yeah, it's it's not going to be pretty. Uh, I but at the same time, I would just like somebody to shoot with, you know. <laughs> Like even though they shoot better, there you know they'll they'll wind up shooting better than me. I'm sure of it. You know, I'm sure of it. I'm so excited to to, to see it. Shannon did warn me when we when we went up the hill to shoot the twenty twos. She pulled me aside and she's like, "Look, you remember? There, she's ten years old, and this is her first time shooting. If you do what you always do." And start pulling bullseyes because you get competitive. <laughs> She's going to stop. Okay? I'm like, this isn't about me being competitive. She's like, no, but it will be if you feel there's a challenge coming on 
you will immediately go into this must be destroyed mode. <laughs> I'm like, I'm not that petty. She goes, this from the same man who stormed off after he got beaten at Candyland three times in a row. I'm like, they cheated. They were five. Still freaking cheated. She's like, just, just stop it. Do not get competitive. I'm like, got it, got it, got it, got it. And I did. I was good. I, I left my, my lake field with the scope on it in, in the truck. I, I did not feel the need to go get it. <laughs> I, I was doing good, you know. Uh, but here, let me show what daddy can really let me do. show you this here. Let's see who can get the best out of 20. Here you go. Okay. I'm bored now, dad. Yeah, I gotta go. You know, but we didn't get there. I, I've managed to keep it under control and I, I'm trying my best, you know, I, as I get older, there's a certain mode I can go into that is new to me, to be honest, which is we're just out here having fun. Now, most people automatically have that gear. I have been working to develop it. It is not a natural state for me, to be, to be perfectly honest, especially in some kind of competitive thing. Uh, now, my father and I can take it because we've been doing that our whole lives. Where do you think my competitive streak came from, right? Uh, uh-huh. So we're, we're kind of fine with that and kind of fine with making fun of each other, and we can just be out there and turn off the competitiveness. Um, but it takes somebody who is equally as competitive for me to turn it off because it's like, okay – this doesn't matter. We're not doing it for points, you know, but in my head, I'm still counting, <laughs> you know, I'm still counting. Uh, but with the kids, it's different. whereas when I go, when I go with my brother, the, the worst thing either one of us says to each other is especially with the steel targets, you know, the one that does for the, um, the hostage thing. Oh, you, yes, 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 yes. Yeah. But both of us have looked at each other at different points in time and said, you know, if I'm a hostage, please don't try and shoot. <laughs> <laughs> please, please don't. Please don't do that. <laughs> hey, I got it. Hey, I got it. Yeah, but you got a piece of the hostage, too. Yeah, but you took out his ear, you know. <laughs> like, I can't hear out of my right ear now, dickhead. You know, yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's uh, hostage negotiations on our side. Like, you you better hope Shannon's doing the hostage negotiations, the quote-unquote hostage negotiations on it, because she, with a pistol, is is lethally accurate. Um, I'm going to be using well, a scavenger. Well, she's, she's also been doing it a whole lot longer than most yeah, of us. Yeah, and she was trained by the FBI and the Air Force and all kinds of stuff. So, I mean, I, I, I get she has a reason to be. Now, what was great, what was absolutely great is when we brought Shannon out shooting for the first time, and this was years and years ago, like 20 years ago, we brought Shannon sh- shooting for the first time. My father didn't know, right? He had no idea that she was trained as a sniper. She was trained in the Air Force. She was trained by the FBI. She had, he had no idea because we really hadn't talked about it at the time. There was really, it wasn't something that came up, you know? So she gets a rifle and starts calling her shots. And my dad's just laughing a little bit. And she's like, Oh, did you want to put a little wager on that? (laughs) And proceeds to embarrass my father with a rifle for, for, for all afternoon. <laughs> yeah, I, I see. I like your term for my for, for aiming for my quality of aim that you've used for yourself from time to time, which is adequate. Yeah, yeah, that's about me. 
Um, yeah, I, I, I don't claim to be an expert shot or anything like that. It was actually it was funny because um, one of the guys at the gun store was talking about, you know, hey, once all this is said and done, we all had to go hang out at the range together in response. I looked at him and went, no. And he's like, why not? And I'm like, because then you can see how much I actually suck and <laughs> pretending that I'm good at this. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to remove all doubt, you know, like this is, hmm. You know, I, I and I'm a little better now that that I can shoot a shotgun, but I'm 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 much better when things are moving, right? Because it's following movement and, and a rhythm and all that kind of stuff. It's snap shooting. I'm much better at that than like breathe and hold still and all right, breathe and then exhale and then squeeze and like all the shit. Like if you get into my head too much, I I can't do it. I, I, if mm-hmm. I'm having to think about it, I'm much better when it's just fast and just a, a snap like, hey, oh, bang, here we go. All right, let's do another one. Oh, bang, you know, much better at that. I, my my pistol shooting is still adequate, all right? <laughs> all right? If there's somebody in house distance range, you know, like indoors range, and I am required to shoot them center mass-ish, I am fine. Like, I am adequate that. Like, my wife can pick out which organ she would like to shoot them in. I can hit the mass of person, like, and follow it up with other massed shots and reasonably be okay. I'd much prefer a scattergun. You know? uh, yeah, if I've got to be precise at that point in time, my, my statement is, is, I hope it's dark enough to use the laser. <laughs> See, for my house defense stuff, it, it's more like, okay, I have a flashlight on my RIA, right? And mm-hmm. I love my RIA. It's a fantastic little defense gun. i got a pistol stock on it. It's got the, you know, the flashlight underneath the tube. If the flashlight, shoot where the flashlight is. If the flashlight is on a person, I'm going to cut the person in half, all right? Or at least send 22 size caliber, but 21 22 caliber sized bullets downrange in mm-hmm. every shot. Okay, so I actually used that analogy for a customer not too long ago. Did you? Yeah. How'd that go? Actually, they, they understood it perfectly. They were trying to decide, you know, why it was that they may want a shotgun over a uh, a pistol. And it was kind of like, okay, well, here's the difference. I mean, you're going to do whatever one you're comfortable with. And I actually use that. It's like this: you're going to pull the trigger on this one, it's going to go bang, and it's going to throw a slug down the other end of the hallway, and you're either going to hit the person or you're not. Right. If you pull that over there, it's going to start. It's going to throw you know a bunch of slugs down the hallway, and anybody who's in the hallway is going to catch at least one. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> They're not going to be having a good day, all right? They may not be dead, but they're going to not be having a good time, all right? That's that's really what I, you know, because I shoot number fours out, mm-hmm. of, out of mine, which is great, right? Like 21, 22 caliber bullets going down the, every time I pull the trigger, and I've got five of them, okay? If, <laughs> if that ain't enough, things have gone south in a hurry, you know? Like, no. I, I, I've got more of the Dave Chappelle one. I've got mine's got uh, two number seven uh, followed by three double lot. <laughs> Guns Jamaican. <laughs> buckshot, buckshot, buckshot. Yeah. Uh, and no, and, and actually that was when we took a quick break. It's kind of what I got in the uh, the mail today is I finally got tired of just having them stuffed down the side of my bed. 
Uh, I got I got I got one of those under the mattress, but hang down the side um, uh, gun rack things that you know I can put my pistol and my shotgun down there, and whichever well, one awesome. can hit my hand. Yeah. Uh-huh. What? Uh, whose did you get? It was from Amazon. I don't know what name it was. Oh, one of the cheapos. What's it made out of? Uh, metal of some fashion or form with elastic bands that hold it. it well, it's basically got it's got hooks that you actually uh, drop the shotgun into, and then it's got an elastic band that holds the the pistol. Oh, I've seen those. And that and then has another elastic band that will hold your cell phone, and then <laughs> and then and then, an, and then a third elastic band which will hold uh, a, a another magazine, and then it's got a clip uh, that goes a below where the pistols go and above where the shotgun goes that holds a flashlight. That is fantastic. Mm-hmm. Well, you got yeah, me I, beat. I, I, got, I just got tired of just kind of having it laying down next to the bed. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I, of course, cheaped out. Um, I went with what I already had, which was, um, okay, you're going to laugh. So our bed is is uh, uh, four poster bed. It's not like the canopy style, but it has four kind of posts that mm-hmm. come up, right? And they're pretty thick. They're I don't know. It's like a four by four. It came from a four by four. It's probably, but it's rounded and it's got some stuff on it. Anyway, um, but close to my head there is a post. So what I did is ratchet strapped a holster to the that post. That works. And that way, I just reach over, pull it, and you know you're you're good to go. So it's it's right by my head, and you just reach over, pop it, and and off you go. Uh, it's the most ghetto thing on the planet, but it works. <laughs> you know, uh, it's it's what's there. You know, <laughs> like well, I'm not going to spend any money on this. So don't. You know, I got those ratchet straps I got from Harbor Freight. Those ought to hold a holster. That should be fine. I just ratchet strapped that shit to a bed. <laughs> and, the, and the only question I have about that whole setup is it's probably not appropriate for this cast. <laughs> I know where you're going with that, and yes, that, that's, uh, that has happened. Uh, <laughs> yep. That's, that's why they were by the bed. Uh, but yeah, it was, it was fantastic. And it was a, it was a zero. I love $0 solutions and and going cheap on stuff. I am, Mm -hmm. uh, uh, what's what I, what did I get called the other day? Um, oh crap. A, a low budget gun flipper. Oh, okay. Yeah, that works. And and I'm like, you know, at first I really reacted badly to that. You know, I was like, why? Well, piss off. You know, it's like I'm not, you know, then I've got to thinking about it. And I'm like, no, that's kind of what I do. <laughs> yeah. Why? Why? Why get annoyed by that? It, it, is, it is what it is. It's totally what I do. You know. And and because the, and the magic question is, is not what do you do? It's are you having fun doing it? Yeah. You know. And it's like, yeah, I I kind of do, and I do flip guns, and I do, you know, I keep the ones I like, and you know ditch the ones I, I think will either make me more money or, or I can't, you know, I'll, I'll find another one or, or something like that. So I was like, yeah, okay. I'll get along with that. Get along with that. How much, uh, if you, uh, if you don't mind me asking, how much was the, uh, the rack? Oh, uh, <laughs> uh, firearms uh, there. It, 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 because I also got the attachments for the, the shotgun. It was, uh, like twenty four ninety nine. But the base model was like fifteen ninety nine. Oh, that's not bad. No, that's not bad at all. 
No, hey, Amazon is my favorite store. Absolutely. You can find all kinds of neat accessories and oh, stuff on it. Oh, yeah. I mean, just just neat stuff. And you're just like, oh, God, I really don't want to. And, you know, it, it's it's like the thing, oh, man, I really don't want to spend that much on this. And I wonder if Amazon has a solution. Yes, Amazon does. If it's yes. if it's accessory related, Amazon has a solution. They just do. And if, and if that means Jeff Bezos is taking over the world, I honestly don't care. You know what? I still, get what, I, I yeah. still got what I want. I still got my gun rack. You know? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> You damn right you do. Uh, so it's it's like I every uh, Picatinny rail and flashlight mod and and all every laser and most of the optics I've ever bought for a firearm I bought off Amazon. Yeah, for for the most part, yes, I I wholeheartedly. I mean, it's just I I just do. I mean, that's yeah. just what you do, and you're just like, yeah, yeah, it's, it's the I, best solution. I'm, I'm disappointed Amazon doesn't sell magazines, and I don't mean like. Yeah. Uh, well, it's a gun cast. We everybody knows what I mean by magazine. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to qualify that I wasn't talking about the things that paper that you read, which Amazon in fact does sell. But the things that hold rounds into the bottom of your firearm, no, they don't. <laughs> no, they don't do that. It's uh, that would be too convenient. Uh, but. <laughs> But it's it, you know what I I encourage everybody if you're looking for accessories and stuff I mean look support your local businesses and stuff I I love to support small uh, gun industry type stuff because I think it's important and I think the innovation often comes from there especially if they happen to catch a patent or something like that um, support your your the the people that that have those innovations I'm a big believer in that um, but if it's something stupid. That everybody's got one. Like, for instance, uh, I'll give you an easy one, a Picatinny rail. Everybody makes a Picatinny rail. It's a piece of machined nylon, plastic, aluminum, or steel, okay, depending uh, on well, what you get. Hell, an AR grip. You can just get them wherever, anywhere and everywhere. Yeah, it doesn't really matter. Find whatever makes you happy, and then get it from Amazon because it's cheap, <laughs> okay? Now, if it's something specialized or, or something like that, absolutely. Go with the innovator. Go with the small company. Go with the, the people who are leading the charge on that kind of stuff because I honestly think that a lot of the innovation could go away, especially after the the, the stuff. And I know we're running a little long here, but, but after the the pandemic goes away and the corona gun rush goes away and all that kind of stuff, um, you're going to find that some of the small companies just didn't make it. And I think we will have lost some of that innovation. I really do. Uh, some of that entrepreneurial spirit, some of that innovation will have gone away. And to me, that's that's very tragic, you know, because I think that's where the bleeding edge is. When people go, you know what, I can make a better one of those. Or, you know what, I don't think anybody's thought of this and I need to do that. That's that's where they are, and they don't have a lot of operating capital, and they're operating out of their house. I'm going to start a business like that. Now, it's not bleeding edge by any stretch of the imagination, but I'm going to have one of those uh, businesses, you know, one of those those gun businesses. And I, I'm already delayed, you know, making that because there's, there's no market for it right now. You know, people aren't spending money on gun parts. They're buying whole guns. Um, they're, they're and it and it is a seller's market. Yes, it is, and uh, you know I, that that customization thing. There's no telling how long it'll take for that to come back. 
right? Because right now everybody's just hoarding ammo and buying firearms. And what's wrong with that? I, I, there's nothing wrong with that. I'm doing the same <laughs> thing you are. You know? <laughs> um, although I'm selling right now because, again, like you said, it's a seller's market, and I'm I'm down to uh, less than I was. Uh, I think in the last month I've sold six, seven guns. Um. And some of them for full retail, some of them I, I gave away, you know, it depends on who was doing what and what the gun was and whatever. But, um, yeah, I'm in, I'm in selling mode right now, uh, cause there's just, there's people are clamoring for firearms and they, they feel the need to be safe. And, um, there is very little in the world that will make you feel safe if you feel insecure than a firearm. This is just true. Yeah. Especially if you've got hordes of toilet paper. <laughs> oh, man. Who'd have thought, right? Who'd have thought that Mad Max would come around and, and you know, the the just walk away, you know, the the, the Lord Humongous out there. Like, it's, 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 it's not, not oil. oil. <laughs> it's toilet paper. It's toilet paper. Just walk away from the Charmin, you know. Um, well, I mean, I, I tell you what, I, and this is, I'll admit, slightly off topic, uh, but it's about the, the whole coronavirus thing. I had a, predict, a prediction for years that is coming true, but not quite the same way I thought it would. I have been saying for years that at some point in our lifetime, a helmet would be day-to-day wear. And do you know why? Uh, because you might fall down. Oh. <laughs> Somewhere along the line, somebody was going to come up with some freaky statistic that was going to bounce throughout the media that so many people, uh, you know, whether it's like three or two or whatever it may be, or 50 uh, out of the 100 to 250 million people that are in the United States fall down, bunk their heads, and die on a year-to-year basis. <laughs> and that if you don't wear your helmet when you leave the house, you're insane. And I thought, we, you know, it would just become day-to-day fashion. You'd have a hat, you know, whereas, like, our fathers and grandfathers used to have a hat rack for the fedora on the inside of the house. You and I would have a rack for our helmet. <laughs> Well, I was right, but not on the right thing. It's not a helmet. It's a face mask. It's a face mask. Yeah. So if you're looking for an innovative new business to be in right now, it's face masks. Welcome to the new world. <laughs> oh, oh let, let, let's put, you know, while we were doing this, I got a text from my wife saying that she was trying to go into Walmart and they won't. And as of today, they won't let anybody in Walmart without a face mask on. Yep. Uh, um, it, you know, even as the country goes to open up. You're not going to be able to do anything over the next several months without a face mask on. What's the uh, what's the Snake Plissken line? Welcome to the human condition. You know, uh-huh. uh huh. I, I just, I, it, it's gonna, it's gonna be different. It is. It's gonna be different after this. And I'm, I'm both curious and terrified to see what stupidity we're gonna bring out of this. Because you know, like the toilet paper thing was entirely invented. We did that. Our own stupidity and panic did that. There wasn't a toilet paper shortage. We did that. So uh, it, it's like, what what other stupid stuff are we going to manufacture in our brains and make happen? And I, I'm loath to find out. It's definitely going to be interesting. We live in interesting times, and yes, that is a curse. Oh, Chinese curse, if I remember correctly. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh huh. So uh, stay safe. Uh, I will try. Yeah, and and uh, keep your keep your eye open. There's gun deals that's going to happen after this. I'm I am sure of it. It's going to be a buyer's oh, it, market after this. 
Uh, yeah, I mean, we're we're probably looking at end of the year or something of that nature. But somewhere along the line, once the world kind of opens back up again, people are going to look around and go, "What the hell did I buy this for?" God, I, I need to sell this and get something different, or just sell this, or it's, and I'm yeah. I am going to be there. <laughs> and I and I have been telling people, yes, you're going to be able to. No, you can cannot return it. Yes, you can sell it back, but it's going to be at a price that's going to drive tears from your body. Right, you are going to cry a little bit. And then we're going to tack on another fee you know, or, or keep it well maintained. Cause if you do, if you screw it up, it's going to be less. Um, <laughs> I am positive. I am absolutely sure that there are going to be tons of guns that have never been fired that are being, oh, yeah. being sold as used because they've been oh. sold before. Yeah. No, they, they've uh, started continued to laugh at me because I don't use the word used. I use the term aftermarket. Yeah, that's that's like, that's forethinking is what that is. <laughs> so they've started teasing me, calling everything certified pre-owned. You're damn right. You're just ahead of your time. You're about six months ahead of your time, sir. That's all you are. You're just a visionary. That's all that is. Forward-thinking Jake. That's what we're going to start calling you. Uh, <laughs> certified pre-owned Smith & Wesson. Absolutely. You know, this certified pre-owned Taurus, yes, absolutely. Well, uh, unless you got something else, sir. I am done for the evening. Right on. Well, uh, everybody out there, stay safe, keep collecting. Uh, we can't wait to uh, to do this again with you guys, and we will see you on the other side of whatever this is, hopefully, uh, hopefully very soon. On behalf of Jake Bona and I, thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading. If you're interested in more content like this or podcasts, check us out at hawksideguns.com. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time.